This is MKE in the Morning with Mel and Joe on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Yes, I did. Back to the crib. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's that is. Just like this. Yes. Oh, I miss old Kanye. Huh? My style is. Hey, hey, hey. I speak Italian. Come on, why are you taking the bar down? What up, y'all? We back. I know we got to talk. I know. I don't know where the bars are at in this song. I've never oh. heard this song in my life. Oh, wait, then turn wait, it back wait, up. Wait, wait, Hold wait. up now. We're going to let that slide, man. We just want to chip. We're going to let that slide today. No, nah, bro. No, <laughs> No, he got bar bars in this song. Have You You must not have listened to this album. Is this from uh, Graduation Day? Yes, this is. I think it's Graduation Day. Either way, you need to listen to College Dropout. Late, late registration. Right, Thank yo. you. Oh, I forget the middle one. Thank you. And then Graduation Day. You had, like, Zach. No, Zach. Did you say no. Graduation or Gregduation? Graduation. We got Greg Matzik <laughs> on the line. Actually, I'm going to ask him about old Kanye. What up, Greg? Greg, 620 WTMJ, sports director, co-host, dropped caller. He dropped, he dropped it like it's hot. Dropped caller. It's okay. He he didn't want to get put on the spot about old Kanye. I was going to say, I was going to ask him if he listened to those three albums. I'm going to keep it one trillion. I think Greg know about Kanye. I think I'm he know about the sure Kanye. he does. But, Joe, I'm... I'm actually kind of bugging right now at this dude. I'm not. He never heard front. that song. But he never heard that album. Album. Did you hear what he just said? No, I was asleep because he said he never heard that song. What did he say when I was asleep? What he said he never listened to. The, and then I told him to listen to all three first albums. He mm. said, "Oh, that's too much." Oh my gosh. You like Zach? I'm in for I'm real. Sleep. I'm sleep on you, bro. If there's anything I've said to you that should mean something. You're wrong for not listening to those albums. Trust me, it won't feel like it's too much. It won't feel like homework. You gonna <laughs> said it's too much work. Do, do, no. do you ever do any cleaning? Mm-mm. I'm I'm not gonna lie. This man says he hasn't listened to an album, and I was like, man, what what other bangers are on here? You ain't listen to half of Kanye then. Like th- this is the best. I'm sorry, arguably the best Kanye. First three albums, Kanye. When he talks about missing the old Kanye, that's the Kanye he misses. I thought he was this talking about Jesus. That's it. <laughs> you ain't got no Jesus. <laughs> really though, cause now he got Good Morning on there. Obviously, Champion, Stronger. Welcome to the Good Life. Come and on, he probably man. know that because yeah, that's a radio I mean, those are hit. All, but. Yeah, those are all like the singles and the radio hits. But I Barry Bonds. Nope. Oh, oh my god. god. I, haven't, I haven't listened what to the album straight. Slow? Nope. Oh, Drive Slow, homie. My Misa, mm, homie. You, you need to drive come slow? on. Zach, I mean, I've probably heard it, but no, I Zach, don't, you need I don't to recognize your the name and of drive it. Drive slow, homie. What do it uh, but not swear, but like for real, you, you need to like it, I, like no for real, Zach. I want to make eye contact with you on this one. Come let's on, say, let's let's ask Greg. All right, Greg, what's up, Greg? Greg Matzik, six twenty WTMJ, <laughs> sports director, co-host of Wisconsin Afternoon News. Greg, we know you're calling in to talk bucks. I'm so sorry. We got to put you on the spot. Have you listened to Kanye's first three albums? This is this is a serious question. 
See, I, I always thought early Kanye was better than later Kanye Come because on. It, it just all got weird. <laughs> like it just it, it went from like holy cow, I, like it was it was the torch passing right from P Diddy to Kanye, and then it got weird. So I don't I don't know where Kanye's at now in his life. I thought he was going to be at the game last night running for president. Say <laughs> um, <laughs> we thought it too for real. Early Kanye wins to me. <laughs> Okay, that is so funny. Well, we appreciate you uh, answering that question on the spot. But now let's get into some Bucks talk. Greg, game six. I mean, please just take us through what yesterday was like for you from your point of view. You know, it it, it started with, like, talking to you guys, right, and not being able to contain myself throughout the day. So I was, like, nervous eating and, like, doing all the stuff that everybody was doing who was a fan. Um, and then you get into the Deer District, I was in there about four thirty, five o'clock, and just the volume of people. I mean, it's like Oshkosh in the Deer District, right? Like everybody from Oshkosh just drove down and started to hang out in the plaza. I, I couldn't even get out of the mecca, like the normal doors you would come in and out of. I, I couldn't. There, there was too many people like pushed up against the door, so I had to go up through by where the jump was broadcasting, and then down through some back alley staircase. It was just me and a bunch of beer and concrete, and they let me off in an alley. And I got out, and I was I was able to roam free and ultimately get into a Pfizer form. But that that just goes to show you how many people were down there, and then just the energy that that brings. I mean, it was to me if you're a road team coming into that, it's just suffocating, just absolutely suffocating. And I must say, for as hype as I may have gotten Joe throughout the day, man, it was it was a reversal because. When, when you started banging your vocals about two minutes before tip-off, man, I wanted to run through a wall. Like, <laughs> you just, you're, like, pumped and hyped and everything for it. So, uh, man, you guys do such a great job, so talented. So that was, that was cool to be a part of and glad you got to experience that as well. You wanted to run through a wall. Let's go, Greg. That's what I'm talking about. I got to chill out now for real because I really don't have a voice right now. But thank you so much, man. That means more than you know, for real. No, all good, man. You guys have a big, big role in trying to get the crowd going. And when it's game six, sometimes there's that nervous energy. You know, just any playoff game, you're just sort of unsettled. And it takes something or someone to help get you settled. And and you guys do that, man. It's impressive. Greg, was there like a a pivotal point in the game that you noticed, like, okay, this this is ours for the taking? Or was there a point in the game where you're like, ooh, uh, <laughs> we gotta gotta kind of step it up a little bit here before you know some some bad happens. Yeah, so I, it's interesting because I the first quarter has not really been an indication of how a game has gone. Uh, most of the first quarter has been pretty tight. In fact, the Bucks were leading in Phoenix in games game one. I think Phoenix had the lead in game two, but it was tight. I mean, it was like three four points at the end of the first quarter, uh, and then you know Phoenix hit him with an avalanche in game five. And the Bucks had a double-digit lead after game six. And all of a sudden, it's just gone. Like, it just, goodbye. So, I, I don't think ordinarily you can get through a game, a game six, clinching scenario, surviving a 13-point second quarter. So, the point I was a little nervous was looking at a 13-point second quarter saying, oh, my gosh, they got more than doubled up by Phoenix. But then I looked at the score, and the Bucks were down, like, four or five at the half. I was yep. like, they played maybe the worst quarter of the playoffs and are still down by four or five. Like, it's, it's manageable. It's right there. So that was both a, uh, a concerning sign and a calming sign at the same time, if you can believe that. And, and then it was just the Giannis show after that. He was – I've never seen anything like that. That was unstoppable stuff from Giannis. So, uh, yeah, that, about you know, the second quarter, you kind of had that, that sense of calm after it all 
it all settled up. And I felt pretty good going into the second half. That's what I'm talking about, man. We're talking to Greg Matzik, 620 WTMJ sports director and co-host of Wisconsin in the afternoon. Greg, I know you're feeling some type of way this morning. We talked to you yesterday. We talked to Justin a little bit earlier. He said that, uh, you know, they, they cracked a couple right away since they were still technically on air. How did you celebrate that dub, man? Clock hit zero. What'd you do? Uh, instantly, I'm thinking, like, what does this mean for work? I'm canceling travel plans to Phoenix. Like, I'm just trying to get everything organized uh, because I'd be on a plane right now, I think, going to Phoenix had the Bucks lost that game. So, thankfully, I'm not on an airplane. Um, went through a, did a show with Justin uh, from the arena after, you know, he got done with the network post game, hopped on one of our stations coming back home. And then you know what I did? I got home and made a peanut butter jelly sandwich because I was freaking starving. The last thing I ate at about 3 in the afternoon. Okay, Greg, that is adorable. That's hilarious. A pe- peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I, I get it. I get it. It's just of all things to go to. I, I love that. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel that last night's win, first off, you deserve that PB&J. And we, as a city... We deserve this win. You know, this this was all of us coming together. And, you know, we've said it from the jump, Greg. It's all of us. It, it takes a village. It takes a village to raise a child. That's where that phrase comes from. But I think it takes a village to do a lot of things in life. It took a village to come together to win this NBA championship. What, in your opinion, does this now mean for the city of Milwaukee moving forward? And that including the team itself. Like, what do you see now being our future with this almost like turning a new page, starting a new chapter, entering almost a new generation because I didn't want to speak too far on it too early, but I think we'll run it back. I think we're starting a new dynasty of sorts. But a new era. Do you, a new era. Yes, thank you. No cap. Do you agree with that? Uh, or what are your thoughts, you know, after us winning the chip last night? I, honestly, Mel, like running through my mind was, you know, 10 years ago, you and I standing at a pep rally stage. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Trying to convince a hundred fans yes. that the Bucks beat the Heat, and you and I both knowing it's not going to happen, but we still give away a Monte Ellis jersey. That's right. right. Like that, that was that was us. Fans. Greg, um, I know exactly which which one you're talking about. That is so crazy. I can envision it now. It, Look at us now. And it, it, it was the same hundred fans too. Like each yep. game, like it was like okay, uh, and they just sort of kind of conjured it together like this. This obviously is bigger. It feels bigger. It felt bigger from the start. It's the delivery of a promise, uh, both from ownership and from Giannis. And if you're Sacramento, if you're Utah, if you're a smaller market team, if you're Oklahoma City, like this is a win for all of those franchises. Yes. The basketball. They they did it. They did it. And we can do that, too. It, It takes drafting a generational talent. But also keep in mind that the Jabari thing, that didn't go right. Mm-hmm. And that was expected to be the thing to help the Bucks. That was before Giannis became Giannis. Like, it was it was going to be Jabari's show. Yep. So that didn't work. And, and a team like Milwaukee typically would have trouble absorbing that kind of blow. But they didn't because of how good Giannis is and how intelligent the moves made by the front office were. So is it a new chapter? Absolutely it is. I mean, it is the house that Giannis built. I, I said it before, this is how legends are made, and, and that dude's going to have a statue outside the arena pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only 26. Keep that in mind. I also, I also hope that for the city, you know, you'll see it again on Thursday. You'll see hundreds of thousands of people lined up on the parade route. The trophies will be paraded through downtown. But that, that's your common ground, right? If you have differences from the person sitting next to you, if they have a different upbringing, but you all share the joy of a Bucks championship, 
But that's progress to me. And, and sports can be a, a tremendous unifier. You'll be talking somewhere down the road. Were you at game six? I was at game six. And, and there's your common ground. So I, I love everything last night and really the entire playoff run it stood for. Greg, did you see uh, the press conference last night where Giannis demanded a trade? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you won the podium, too. Giannis won the podium throughout the postseason. I just think people who didn't know a lot about him have just looked at this team and said, that's a bunch of good dudes who play for Milwaukee. And, and Giannis has become a lovable, humble superstar. Not everybody saw that. I, I think people saw Giannis on the floor, but they, they saw a new side of him, I think, throughout the postseason. I think they definitely seen Mamba mentality out of them too, because they're like, you know, they're they're, they're praising them, like, man, you're doing this, you're doing that. You, he's like, man, we can we can still get better though. We got to get better. We got to, you know, focus on getting better, and we can't be complacent, and you know, can't worry about too much of the future or the past. That's your ego. We got to live in the present. Like he he was dropping gems. He was spitting bars, and his sarcasm's you know getting a lot better too. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's an acquired uh, skill, so he's, he's working on it. Um, somebody asked me the other night, like, well, what's the biggest thing you've seen change in Giannis? And to me, my, my first answer is that he's a father. Like, he's always had the work ethic. He's always wanted to be great. I, I think there is sort of a, a, a grounding, uh, a humbling, a bigger picture when you become a father. And I've got two little girls at home, and, you know, they asked me this morning, like, did the Milwaukee team win? Like they were watching it last night and I'm trying to explain to them everything that happened and how significant it is. And they kind of get it, but it's like, you just sort of come back to earth when you got a little one at home, you know? And, and it's, it's a realization that there are, there are bigger things in life, but that's why you work. That's why you play. That's why you do the things you do is for your family. So I, I saw that in multiple instances through Giannis, really even last night when he brought up his father. Um, it was impressive, man. He's just an impressive dude. Speaking of family, Greg, we're talking to Greg Maxick right now from 620 WTMJ Sports Director and co-host of Wisconsin Afternoon News. Greg, does it get any much more bossier than putting your whole family on? Like, not only did he come to, did he make it to the league? You know, that's an accomplishment in itself. But he also got, you know, he's he's paving the way for his siblings, his younger siblings. Now. His youngest brother, no, not his youngest, second to youngest brother, Kosas, got a ring last year in the bubble with the Lakers. But now all three of them were in the NBA, who were in the NBA, got a ring. How cool is that? Does it get much more boss than that? That's a, it's really an amazing story. Obviously, Giannis gets the headlines. But, like, this is like a – this is a, like a miracle for this family. If you think about where they were, he and Thanasis peddling watches and CDs and, you know, on the hustle in Greece. Um, I don't even know what Kostas was doing at that time. He's a little bit younger, but uh, it, it's an amazing story. It, it, it's incredible. And it's, there's a likability factor that doesn't exist with other superstars that you have with Giannis. Um, I, it's, He's a treasure, man. Like he just lucky and blessed to have him in Milwaukee. Humble superstars are something that the state of Wisconsin wraps its arms around, and especially in Kristen Yelich and Giannis, you've got it. I completely agree with you. I mean, in Giannis's mom, she was literally selling stuff in the streets in Greece before they came over here. You know what I mean? So I agree with you. It's it's Slang. a Cinderella story for us, and what a great family for it to happen to, Greg. I mean, I. I fully believe that you attract 
you know, good. You attract positivity when you're a good person, you know, and th- this was destined for him and his family. Um, and, and what a beautiful time for them. And it's just so great that we're able to witness that because obviously we unfortunately we had to witness together the, the passing, the sudden passing of Yanni's dad. And I mean, that devastated all of us. It, it was awful it was awful and so to see something like this and you know and we know how much his dad meant to him and how much he still means to him and you know uh you know you talk about the Kobe Bryant mob mentality and Kobe challenging him to win MVP and then challenging him to win the NBA championship I mean there's just so many things uh that I so many forces if you will that are with Giannis you know what I mean but I think it's because of who he is I think he attracts that good energy and we're I agree with you we're very very fortunate to have him he delivered no doubt about that, man. He really delivered. And since he uh, since he delivered, Greg, do you think this is kind of a funny question here? Do you think what what all right? What are the chances? Give me a percentage that next season there's going to be Giannis, the Nassis, Costas, and Alex on the team. <laughs> Just run the four of them out there. You don't even need a fifth. Just hey, let him rip. He delivered the first the first NBA championship in fifty years, man. You better get, get that guy whatever he wants. Okay. His uncle yeah. could join the team if you want. Giannis FaceTiming Tanassis from his hotel room. I thought oh. it was pretty impressive. Now I'm gonna come see Love you. That. And I said, No, don't you can't. Right. <laughs> Oh, get stuff. well soon, Thanasis, man. But, I mean, it's it's right. it's even little things like that, you know. I mean, it, it's family first for him. It's bigger than basketball. And I have to say, he says a lot of inspiring things in his press conferences. And, Greg, we, we've all known that in Giannis. I honestly think that he's just getting better at expressing himself. You know what I mean? Better at communicating. His English is superb, by the way. Like, y'all, he... He could. We could barely understand him a few years ago. Better than mine. And look at the way that he's able to, you know, I, I, I guess like just say his thought. You know what I mean? Like his thoughts are so clear and like they're so thought provoking. You know what I mean? Like just the way that he puts things in scenarios and the way that he thinks, it, it's remarkable. And yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about him. So I appreciate you speaking out on that part of it because yeah, we're we're just so lucky to have him. And it starts at the top. I mean, that type of energy, those type of positive vibes like it trickles down to the fans and you know i think that they really do feed into it and rightfully so well the the soup is going to taste a little different next year i don't know if all the antetokounmpo's are going to be on the roster joe but i like it i like where your head is at um <laughs> but nothing will take away from what this team accomplished you know and, and every move every lever that john horse pulled to amass this roster proved to be the right move right some things worked some things didn't work some things worked better than others but Everything has been justified, all the moves that were made. And Giannis choosing Milwaukee is kind of like he's choosing us. You know yep. what I mean? Like that, just that, that moment says a lot about him. He chose Milwaukee. He chose the fans. He chose the city. He chose everything about it because it embraced him as much as he embraced it. Do I dare say we, we saved basketball? You want to run it back? You ready to run it back, Joe? Hey, no, I'm, I know. Hey, we could definitely. Hey, we can always improve. I'm just saying. Yeah, I just love how we did it, man. We got it out the mud, and that's just a true, a true testament to Milwaukee, man. Like we, true. he didn't, he didn't go get KD, James Harden, and you know Kyrie. Like we, he said he's. And speaking of running back, you know, we came off a devastating, uh, you know, 
Eastern Conference Finals versus the Raptors 2019. You know, we lost, we won the first two games and then lost the next four after we haven't, like, I don't think we lost three games in a row, like, that whole season. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up, Joe, because I, do the Bucks win this title if that doesn't happen? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like, all of the things that have happened that we've looked back and said, oh, God, again? Like, they had it. What happened? Phoenix trailed in the playoffs in one series, and that was against the Lakers. They were down 2-1. And then the injury started to happen for the Lakers. Like, they had, they had no adversity. They just walked, walked right through to the finals. It was easy for them. And with a young team, like, you've got to take your lumps. And, and Phoenix is going to be better for it. It reminds me of what happened to the Bucks a couple years ago. They get up 2-0, they win games at home, and then it's just an avalanche. And they, they, they can't beat the Raptors. And that was a good team. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it, having gone through that, it, it prepares you so well for situations like this. And, and Phoenix is an example of a team that didn't face much adversity, kind of waltzed through the regular season, didn't have much to worry about during the postseason, never had a backs-against-the-wall situation in the playoffs. They did here against the Bucks, and they lost back-to-back games. And how easy is it to lose four games in a row in the Eastern Conference Finals after having a couple you know, rough years and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go to a different team, or I need, you know, I need so and so to get traded. I need a new, you know, coach or whatever. Like, nah, he said, let's run it back. Like, he felt something. Like, no, we we can definitely do this. And then the pandemic happened. Right? Yeah, yeah. The bubble was kind of an experiment. I don't even look at that as a season. Yeah, that, um, that but I will count. say this: anybody who feels like you need to put an asterisk next to the Bucks title because of who they played, who was healthy, just flush that down the toilet. Just forget about it. Okay, that's just a ridiculous argument. The NBA asked more of its athletes in this 12-month period than ever before in the history of the league. More was put on the players. The most demanding 12 months in NBA history. Be proud, man. Raise that head up high. You're standing tall at the end of an incredibly long and demanding run. That's right. And we all forget how, you know, Giannis was also hurt, too. Like, pretty bad. So. That's true. Isn't that funny? No one's even talking about the knee anymore. <laughs> we forgot about it. He's There's too busy dunking on people. We didn't. We didn't forgot. That, that that feels like a year ago that I was in Phoenix reporting. All right, well, Giannis is on the floor. He's going through warmups. We'll see what he can do. And fast forward two weeks later, he drops a fifty burger in the finals game six. That's just crazy. <laughs> crazy. Let's go, man, Greg. We love talking to you, man. Please be on very soon with us. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Absolutely. That was Greg Massick, 620 WTMJ, sports director and co-host of Wisconsin Afternoon News.